0: Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. In this episode, we will be looking in detail at the Supreme Court's Ayodhya verdict. If anyone here is wondering about the verdict, well, this is for them. On November 9, the Supreme Court cleared the way for the construction of a Ram temple at Ayodhya. It ordered that a temple should be built in the place where a mosque stood till 1992 and was raised by Sang Parivar mob. The verdict was unanimous, all five judges agreed to it. The court also directed the centre to allot a five acre plot for building a mosque at another location. Before moving further, let's take a quick recap of the events before the verdict. In the beginning of the 16th century, Baba invaded India and defeated many kings. One of his viceroy built a mosque in Ayodhya and named it Babri Masjid. A section of Hindus believe that Lord Ram was born in Ayodhya. The first conflict between Hindus and Muslims erupted in 1853. Both communities claimed possession of the land. In 1858 the British government stepped in. It took control of the site and directed a fence to separate the places of worship. It allowed the Muslims to use the inner court and gave Hindus the outer space. On December 22, 1949, things took a new turn. That day, an idol of Lord Ram appeared inside the mosque. Some Hindus saw it as a divine revelation. Others argued that the idol was smuggled inside. However, the Supreme Court in its verdict mentioned that the mosque was desecrated by the installation of Hindu idols. The apex court noted that the ouster of the Muslims on that occasion was not through any lawful authority but through an act which was calculated to deprive them of their place of worship. On December 6, 1992, a year after BJP came to power in Uttar Pradesh, the Babri Masjid was demolished by Sang Parivar Karsevaks and a makeshift temple built in its place. This incident sparked communal rights across the country and dented India's image on the global stage. The legal battle went on in various courts for 27 years. So, that was a quick recap and some trivia for you. Now, let us take a closer look at the Supreme Court's verdict. The five-judge constitution bench ruled that the central government should form a trust which will manage the construction and functioning of the temple. It also gave possession of the 2.77 acres disputed land to the deity Ramlalla. It is to be noted that even though the court gave permission for the temple to be built in Ayodhya, it observed that the damage to Babri Mosque was a violation of law. Soon after the verdict, Prime Minister Narendra Modi praised the Supreme Court for its verdict. He said that India's credo of unity in diversity was visible in its totality as all sections of society accepted the verdict with an open heart kerala chief minister pinray vijayan appealed for peace in the society samadhanavum shandhiyum madanirapekshathade samrakshanavum varnagadhana vibhavanam cheyyunna moolyangalude kalithum aaganam nammude aage ee sandarbathile pariganana without appreciating or denouncing the verdict he said that the sc ruling is binding on all and people must strive for peace and religious tolerance as envisaged in our constitution. Many found the verdict disturbing. They pointed that since the Supreme Court said the Babri Masjid demolition and taking Ram idols inside the temple were illegal, how could the land be given to Hindus? Asaduddin Uddin President of the All India Majlis E Ittahidul Muslimin said quoting Justice JS Verma that the Supreme Court is supreme but not infallible all india muslim personal law board ne kaha ke hum is judgement se satisfied nahi hain mera bhi maukh hai aur mera manna ye hai ke supreme court supreme zarur hai magar infallible nahi hai the hyderabad mp responding to the apex court verdict said that the fight was for their legal right and not for five acres of land all india muslim personal law boards council Safaryab Jilani also said that he respected the judgment, but was not satisfied with it. We are not satisfied. We the right of the Supreme Court. What the apex court said was this. I will read from the verdict. Quote, On a balance of probabilities, the evidence in respect of the possessory claim of the Hindus to the composite whole of the disputed property stands on a better footing than the evidence adduced by the Muslim. Hindu worship at Ram Chabutra, Sitarasoi and at other religious places including the setting up of a bandar, clearly indicated their open, exclusive and unimpeded possession of the outer courtyard. The Muslims have not been in possession of the outer courtyard. Despite the construction of the wall in 1858 by the British and the setting up of the Ram Chabutra in close proximity of the inner dome, Hindus continued to assert their right to pray inside the three-dome structure. That's what the Ayodhya judgment noted. The central government has already started the process of setting up a trust as mandated by the Supreme Court. A team of officials have been tasked with studying the apex court order threadbare for its technicality and nuances so that the trust can be constituted exactly as per the Supreme Court verdict. The Sunni Wakfa Board, one of the main litigants in the case, said that it would not file a review petition against the verdict. However, the All India Muslim Personal Board and the Jama'at Ulema A. Hind said they would go for a review petition in the Supreme Court. Generally, the same bench that pronounced the verdict would consider the review petition as well, but since Ranjan Gogoi retired on November 17, the review plea will be considered by another bench whether there will be a review petition or not, and if the case will go on for more time, we will have to wait and watch. That's all for today, and hope this podcast helped you understand the Ayodhya verdict and its implications. Please like and share our podcast with all your friends. See you in the next episode of News Break.